0: Paul please. the Knackered Golfist now driving. Welcome to the Knackered Golfist. Um, I'd like to do a little bit of a recap of the Safeway Open that ended today on uh, what's today's date? Well, sometime in September. It's the week before the U.S. Open in 2020. And 47-year-old Stuart Sink withstood a, young, a much younger field to come out with a win, shooting 65 on Sunday at Silverado. To win, the, to win the Safeway Open in 2020. It was great to see him win because, for one thing, he had his son Reagan on the bag doing the caddying for him, and during the telecast, uh, they had some really good back-and-forth dialogue between the caddy and the player to sort of give the viewer a bit of an insight of what sort of goes into making decisions to hit shots out on the course during a tournament, so... That was really inspiring and really good sort of documentary kind of footage to, for, the, for the casual sort of golf fan to take in. And I consider myself a casual golf fan, if not a mental casual golf fan. So it was cool because I don't have Golf Channel at home, but I went to my nearby golf course, Diamond Oaks Golf Course in Roseville, California, and I was able to sit outside. Uh, in the smoky conditions with my respirator on and I was able to watch the tournament first hand and uh, it was great And because some casual golfers that had just c- uh, completed 18 holes came to watch with me and there was sort of a back and forth dialogue between, between me and those guys and just it was great so um, it sort of made me feel like I was at a bar again kind of thing or at a restaurant watching golf and watching a live sporting event so it was really good. I, I really appreciate the Safeway Open, and I and I enjoyed myself immensely last year going to it on Friday and seeing a bunch of guys and just. And last year, Cameron Champ won, and he wasn't there this year because he has an opportunity this year to play in the U.S. Open at Wingfoot. So he made the decision, and I agree with it. You know, if you have a if you have an opportunity to play in the U.S. Open when you otherwise wouldn't. I mean, why wouldn't you skip a tournament to go to the U.S. Open? Because that's the pinnacle of golf is to win a major, and uh, that is something that I really hope he achieves. And so shouting out to Cameron Champ, and I hope you do well next week at the U.S. Open at Wingfoot. And so um, that's going to be a monumental achievement if he does well in that tournament, because he really did well at the PGA this year and at Harding Park, so I'm really excited to see what he can do at Wingfoot, because he's got the length, and he's young, and so he he could probably really really do some damage and show the world what he can do and who he is. So, um, looking out looking out for uh, Cameron Champ, he's he's coming, he's coming, he's going to do some. He's going to do some stuff out there. He's going to really shake the world, I think. Because he's got the game. He's got the game. So back to the Safeway Open. Uh, Stewart Sink won, and he's 47 years old. Can you imagine that? A 47-year-old winning on the PGA Tour? I heard that uh, between ages 43 and 50 is sort of like the dead zone for these PGA Tour players when they get up in those 40s. Because, I mean, Justin Leonard... He's forty-seven too, and he was doing the color commentating for the Golf Channel, and he won. Uh, he's won a. Uh, he won, I think, a U.S. Amateur, and he also won a British Open as well. So he was right up there too. I will bet he looked really good because I didn't see him on TV, but I heard that he's a really, really sharp dresser. So uh, hats off to him. Um, Stuart Sink lives in Georgia, Duluth, Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. It was great because they show they interviewed his wife, they interviewed Stuart Sink and his son Reagan. And I can't believe he's 47 and he already has a kid that's a teenager. So, I mean, I'm 47 and I aspire to be as successful as Stuart Stink. So here I I am with my chance. I'm I'm doing this podcast. Let's see how it happens. Let's see what happens here. So I think um, another person I was really impressed with was uh, Harry Higgs. Um, He gave an interview to the No Laying Up podcast that I heard on Friday night. And on that Friday night he had an albatross two on the par five ninth hole at silverado and he got you know he got an albatross, and so that 's a big deal to get an albatross on the p g a tour He had a shot it was a four iron from two hundred and thirty yards and he uh he smacked that ball and it landed a few a, a few bounces and it landed right in the hole rolled right in the hole. And he had, you know, he is one of those rare sort of guys with a bit of sass out there, and uh, I really like that. He he seems to be, he seems to be on the uh, on the cusp of being somebody that's a bit of a character out there, and I think that's good. I think the PGA Tour needs a character out there, and I think that uh, Harry Higgs is the man for the job. And he's uh, he's got game, he's got sass, and he's got chunks. So he gives me hope, too cuz I'm a bit chunky down in the uh in the frontal abdomen area and he gives me help cuz cause, cause, you know a lot of golfers are a bit like that and uh giving us hope to be able to do well at golf and uh and at life. So um he was really good, really good to see you today. He was he was He did something that was unconventional that I'd never seen a a tour player do is that he takes his golf glove and he takes it and puts it underneath his belt uh, behind his trousers. And um, he was able to he just does that as as a uh, as a habit. And I think I'm going to try that because I usually play golf with a belt and I'm going to I usually fumble around in my pockets for my. My chain, my ball marker, my tee, my scorecard, and 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 the uh, and the glove, you know, usually goes in a pocket as well. But I think that's a really novel idea, you know. Hey, just put it underneath the belt, you know. That's that's a good way to do it. So, uh, really impressed with his play. He he was second place. So the winning score was twenty one under par, and Stuart Sink shot sixty five, and uh, Harry Higgs. Uh, shot 19 under so so not i mean Stuart sink was 21 under after four days and um harry higgs shot 19 under after four days and it's really it's really good to see him do well out there he had a uh, he had these cool ray-ban sunglasses out there too and he just he had one shot on number 16 that's a par 5 he sort of He sort of hooked it left and he landed on the cart path and the ball rolled a bit of a bit of uh ways down the cart path i think and then he got a drop and then what he did was for his second shot he was able to hook this shot you know all the way to the right and then it came down onto the left of the green and landed about i don't know 15 20 feet of the hole and he uh I don't think he made Birdie on that hole, but I I I'm not ex- I can't remember exactly how he did on that hole, but it was really impressive to see that. And um I've wrote a bunch of notes too. So. And this new new person out there, Christopher Ventur, he's from Norway and he has roots in Mexico, so he's uh that kid had a really good swing. Sort of reminded me of uh Charles Schwarzl Um Dustin's going for the glory. Uh, Don Cheadle had a really good U.S. Open commercial. And then, um, for my Forged uh, Golf Appreciation fans out there, the, there was a, a commercial for the Mizuno Forged JPX 921 irons, which I thought was just amazing. I mean, holy cow, man. To have a commercial for Forged irons during a golf tournament? Man, what a concept. That was just unbelievable seeing that. And... um Higgs hit Miracle Shot on 16. Oh, he did eagle 16. Oh, duh. Hello. So, I'm just wondering a little bit on 17. Was Stuart Sink playing a bit slow? Because uh, Higgs was playing, you know, behind in the group behind him, and he was sort of he was sort of, you know, I don't know if lurking is the right word. You know, oh, come on, Stuart, let's go. Let's get this putt in the hole. And um you know, Harry Higgs could be a bit emotional sometimes, but he's a lot less annoying to watch than uh, John Rahm because Rahm is just, like, all over the place. <clears throat> I mean, Higgs has his emotional sort of stuff, but John Rahm can be just annoying. So, um, so I'm officially a Harry Higgs fan now. So hats off to that young man. Um, Justin Leonard doing color commentating. Hey, well, Taylor made you had a three-week run and uh, Stuart Sink was playing Ping this week, so Stuart Sink won with Ping. So that's a good, um, good little change. So, uh, And then with a win at Safeway Open, he has a three-year exemption. He's going to play in the Tournament of Championships at the uh, Kauai, I'm sorry, the Kapalua Tournament. He's going to play in the Players' Championship, and the Masters, and also the PGA so Seward Sink, his last win was the 2009 British Open at Turnberry when he um, came from behind of Tom Watson. And Tom Watson had that unbelievable run. being gonna be the, He was going to be the oldest man to ever win a major, and he almost did it. And PXG had an interesting commercial. They had an Arlie uh sort of sounding sergeant sort of a person on that commercial. And those clubs are what, $8,000, something like that? I don't know. Um, and they did a, uh, they did a little shot of Johnny Miller watching the tournament in the cart from the 18th green. And I sort of asked the question, hey, Johnny, you going to, you going to New York this week? You going to Wingfoot? Wouldn't that be great if they had Johnny Miller doing color commentating at Wingfoot when the NBC Sports has the U.S. Open back on NBC? Can you imagine what that would be? But Zinger, I think, will do a good job. Maybe they could have Johnny Miller come in and do you know special spots or something like that. But man, I'm 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 pumped up for this. I'm pumped up. So Harry Higgs, his last shot at 18, he belted out. Damn, where's the draw <laughs> on that thing? Because he tried to hit a draw. He had about 100 yards for his third shot on the 18th hole, and he had, and he just hit a straight shot. He wanted it to to draw into the hole, and it didn't. So he didn't make the putt. And so he finished second place at the Silverado-Napa Safeway Invitational Open. No, no. Safeway Open at Napa, uh, Napa National? No. Safeway Open at Silverado. So, anyway, I hope you enjoyed your Sunday and NFL's back and the 49ers lost. So forgive me on that. Anyway, um, I'm looking forward to the U.S. Open next week. And looking forward to doing another episode on the Knackered Golfist. So keep listening. Stay tuned for more from the Knackered Golfist next week when I do something about the U.S. Open. Don't know what it is, but I'll probably do something about it. So anyway, thanks for listening. Do, uh, give me a like on iTunes and also Spotify. And uh, thanks for listening to the Knackered Golfist. Four, please. The Knackered Golfist. Now driving. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. This is the Knackered Golfist Radio Network.